intersection of good drinks, good music, and good times. This is Hops and Spirits Bar Conversations. We've got another fun episode for you this week. I, I've been looking forward to having these guys on. Stumbled upon their music, I'd say maybe a year ago, and have really enjoyed it ever since. Their latest single, Drunk Prayer, is out now. These guys are better known as Lakeview, but welcome in Jesse DeNero and Luke Healy. Yeah, thanks for having us. Hell yeah. Now, now for those watching, who's who, just so they know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jesse. I'm Luke. <laughs> well, guys, I, I really appreciate this. This is Bar Conversations. I've I poured myself a little bourbon that I figured, you know, spoke to me about you guys. Never say die bourbon. I, I figure that's good since the journey that you guys have been on in the industry. You guys got anything good tonight? We're just keeping it simple. <clears throat> just drinking Jack Daniels. Yeah, we uh, we we don't know the the finer finer things in life really. Like if you you showed me the best whiskey or best bourbon in the world, I, I, w I would be like, yeah, that, cool. I, I wouldn't even know the difference probably. I mean, I'm sure if I tasted it, I would, but like, we just keep it simple, man. I mean, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Honestly, Jack's not a bad one to be going with. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah, absolutely. I mean. Gentleman Jack, too, is a nice one, too. That's, if you're feeling fancy. Yeah, if you're feeling real fancy, like a high-class gentleman. If I'm feeling like a gentleman, you gentleman with Jack. You gentleman with Jack. There you go. <laughs> now, now, obviously, you enjoy the finer things, a good whiskey. Are Is whiskey your, your go-to drinks most nights, a beer, tequila? What, what might you dabble in on occasion? Honestly, try and keep it clear, usually. Nice little Tito's, little Tito's and Sprite, little Tito's and soda, Tito's and sugar-free Red Bull. It's just the hangovers on those are much easier, especially on oh, the yeah. especially on the road. <clears throat> Got to keep it clean, you know. Yeah, try to try to you know somehow break even on the uh, not being able to work out all the time and this and that. You know, it, it it's definitely a little bit nicer to drink like you know the tequilas or the the Tito's. You know, what I mean. Um, but if we're shooting shots, it's it's always whiskey for me. I mean, it's always whiskey. I like it. I like it. Now, do you guys have a ritual before every show or anything that you got to have a certain drink or do a certain thing, anything like that? Yeah, we usually we always yeah. we always take a shot shot of whiskey just to loosen you up, get get the get the nerves out, get feeling good. You know. Yeah, and sometimes our I've always heard that's good on the on the vocals too, right? Warms them warms them up. Yeah, it warms you up. Oh yeah, it does, especially if they're in pain from yeah. the show the night before. Yeah. It's it's uh, you just kind of forget <clears throat> about the pain and and also don't care if you don't sound that great. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that would never happen with y'all, right? You always sound <laughs> great every night. No way. No. Yeah, no. We did a. We went a little too hard once on tour with Mitchell Tenpenny, and I actually had no voice, so we just sang everything much 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 lower and it was people didn't realize but we we realized uh, it was yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. so we've, we've learned our lesson i was gonna say you you, you put that forward and and it's something you, you've learned now I, i've got to ask this because folks if you're watching you can kind of see that the guys have a couple tattoos just a couple i think so how many do you guys have and is there an interesting one or story that you want to share about any of them <clears throat> I mean, at this point, I don't know the number. It's just kind of yeah. There's it, you don't it. 
with our level of how many we have, it's like kind of like I got my sleeve done, or I got my arms done, and I got my chest done, my back done. Jesse got his legs done too. It's like, yeah, we don't really count. You don't. You lose count. This is what you, yeah. you definitely lose count. Yeah, and you lose count of how much money it should cost too. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. luckily we've had. That's why you guys keep singing. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't think no, I have really... any good stories. I mean, I got a, I have really bad asthma, so I have a tattoo of an inhaler on my leg, and it says "Ain't easy being wheezy." So that's probably the the, cra the craziest tattoo that I have. It's insane. But you put all the joke tattoos on your legs so that when you wear pants, nobody knows. <laughs> no, that's the that's again the dropping some knowledge. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything like too uh, too crazy. That's like um, some weird story, but I mean, most of our tattoos were done like in a house by a friend. Yeah, so super sanitary, very safe. You know, pretty good though. I mean, Not I'll be completely. Honest. I'm like, they're pretty good tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've like so, a, so no drunken three a.m. stumbling down the street in Nashville, hopping in a random. Tattoo parlor then. Haven't done that. No, I haven't done that yet, but I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, I think I've only been tattooed <laughs> by people I know, like personal personal friends, you yeah. know. So that's that's like something I, I enjoy is like making sure like I almost like I, I don't want to say it doesn't matter what I get. Definitely it's a collaboration <laughs> of what, what's happening and what we're getting. It's just like I also feel good about someone who cares about me and loves me or whatever that's like working on it together and it's like I trust this person to tattoo something good on me even if it isn't somebody's attic you know yeah. <laughs> well it doesn't sound like anything too crazy there but I did see you guys post something the other day on your uh, social media Instagram uh, story time there and I, I gotta hear the story because y'all broke down in the desert and it was uh Quite, quite a uh, journey uh, to get yeah. to the next show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, our van it exploded in the desert. We called the tow truck, and the tow truck broke down. And then they called another tow truck. And we were able to get it out of the desert into, we'll call it for, we'll call it a city, but it was nothing was there yeah all of our phones said welcome to mexico <laughs> yeah it's basically mexico yeah and uh yeah they didn't have any there was no more vans left or trucks left at, at uh enterprise because we had a show that night in four hours and we're like okay so we rented a u-haul box truck hooked the trailer to it got in the back of the box truck and drove from el centro to phoenix in the back of the box truck which was four hours on the way there we got stopped by border patrol because they thought we were like human crossing over the yeah, like human yeah. trafficking or yeah. something like that. And, uh, we were some humans in traffic. At we that were, time. yeah, we were. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was the day, it was a day from hell. But we had to do it because we we sold out the show that night in Phoenix, and we were just like, we got to do it. We gotta gotta yeah. go play for the folks. So if you're from Phoenix and you're watching this, you owe us you owe us one big time. For I'll tell sure. you what, by the time we got there, I, I don't think I've ever felt like not playing a show more in my life and I played a lot of crazy shows in my life a lot of weird things a lot of weird situations backs of truck stops Chinese restaurants uh, I mean just anything you can imagine 
And this was a nice venue, nice place. I mean, packed house. It was awesome. We so, everybody's so appreciative, so thankful. I was just like, man, I never felt so drained yeah. in my life. It was just horrible. Like, but a couple shots, a couple beers, and we just started ripping it, man. Just brought it home. Did it? Yeah. I love it. My my wife uh, likened it to you know Home Alone, <laughs> trying to get home and just trying every which way and ending up in the back of a box truck. At least, I assume you enjoyed your company, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I tell you what, we it was so hot in the back of this box truck, and we had the door open, too, so we thought, like, uh, the amount of airflow, and we were in the desert, it was like the sun was going down, it wasn't that, you know, it cools off, like, really fast. That, that box truck didn't, man. I mean, it was just hotter and in hell laying on that floor that wooden floor that thing it was loud too there was like a loose it was like a loose slotted boards you know like they have those boards in there to like to to hook up for ratchet straps there was one that was like broken a little bit and it was just slapping like i mean like like a bat out of hell man like hard as hell the whole time four and a half hours man yeah it is miserable yeah it was it was a test it was a test man for sure yeah, what was that? Well, but you're, you're doing what you love. Yeah. yeah our, our, <laughs> you're doing what you all, love and you get some, like... You got to get in a mindset like you're being tortured by the government and you just, like, yeah, can't just, break. Yeah, you know, we just, like, don't move. Like, <laughs> and just, like, if you move, you could feel how hot and sweaty your back was. But if you don't move at all, it's also you're almost fine. like, you just got to pretend like you're on just a warm blanket and it's wintertime and it's freezing. And... And the FBI wants to get something out of you, and you ain't gonna rat on your friends. Yeah. Or the border patrol. Or the yeah, border, or the border patrol. Yeah, or the border Although that dude, <laughs> it was really cool, man. Actually, it was pretty crazy. Jesse was like, oh, "That's the first time you ever seen a bunch of white guys in the back of one of these." He goes, "Actually, yeah, it is." He goes, "I'm assuming y'all all have like IDs and stuff." And we're like, "Yeah." yeah we do. He goes, "All right." And then he ended up knowing Jelly Roll somehow. It was really kind of a crazy <laughs> situation, but um, but he was sitting. There. He wanted. To, he he probably would have stayed there and talked to us all night. But we were like, uh, "Dude, we, we still hey, dude, hours, like yeah. we've been fighting since like nine a.m. to get to this show, man. Like we got to go." But he let us loose, so it was cool. Oh, uh, I, I love that. And- and I also got to ask, you know, how did you all, all meet? Because I know when I guess the fr- initial meeting where you kind of became acquaintances, you, while we're talking kind of country music, you know, maybe some southern or some rock, little rock and country, uh, you were in different metal groups. So I feel like that's an interesting transition that we'll get to. But how did y'all meet? Yeah, we uh, we actually met like back in 2010 or 11. Luke was playing a show in Florida and I was living in Florida at the time and uh, my band actually opened up for his band um, and we just kind of played in the same scene and from there just were kind of acquaintances um, and then I moved to moved to Pittsburgh <clears throat> um, in 2013 or something like that and uh, yeah we just we met at a we met at a Memorial Day party uh, through a mutual friend and I was like, hey, you're that fucking guy. And he was like, yeah. Then we just kind of kicked it off from there and hit it off and started working together, um, like bouncing and, you know, building in-ground pools and all this other stuff. And we just started, ended up writing songs together kind of at the end of the workday. And kind of what just naturally came out of that was kind of that 
that influence style of the country stuff with the rock stuff and just kind of we didn't really have an idea for what we were doing and why we were doing it it was just an outlet and um, we just with when you're writing for no reason you just kind of allow yourself to do whatever the hell you want and this is that's kind of just how we ended up where we're at now yeah we're both like pretty much as done with music professionally in any way shape or form we 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 both had at that point like maybe a year or two prior just kind of disbanded our old bands or our old projects and we're like all right like even though we already are grown-ups we gotta start like really getting getting shit together but you know you can't stop like creating you know you can't stop you can't just hang that up you can't unplug that and uh if it's in you you know i mean and um even though we did try but yeah we're just doing it for fun (laughs) We always like we're listening to the country constantly. I mean, we we both we both grew up in the same type of family situation. We weren't allowed to listen to a lot of music when we were kids, so it was like it was either how great is our God, or you're listening to like if it was Johnny Cash or or freaking uh, Garth Brooks. You know what I mean? Like it's like that. That's like the stuff we were allowed to listen to as kids growing up. So. I think looking back on it, it's like writing songs our whole <laughs> lives. We were writing country songs, except the metal stuff, obviously. But uh, like, like on our own time, we were writing this stuff all the time at a younger age, and we just didn't realize they were like country songs. You know what I mean? It was just, it was kind of crazy how it worked out. And uh, you know, as a young man, it was like, yeah, you know, I didn't really love country. I didn't really like draw except the older you know some of the old stuff i just grew up it always takes me back to you know going fishing with my dad or uh you know whatever you know I, <laughs> that's one thing i always love about country is that it takes you somewhere and um uh shit i forgot where i was going with this but um yeah i think i think like as the older we got all those old songs they started making sense you know and all the, reflecting on all these songs like you you hit a certain I mean, for men and women, you hit a certain point in your life and go, oh, shit, okay, this does all, like, you can really connect to it. You can't when you're when you're 14, 15 in high school and it's like, yeah, yeah, you might, you might, you might till a field and or you might, whatever, you might actually live physically in the country or whatever and you, you might love that stuff, but, like, to connect to it with, with, with what we're talking about, at least in our songs, like, kind of have to have some stripes on you, you know, you have to have some experience uh, a couple of years going of some, maybe some hard times or, or, or what it's like to really survive in this world and pay your dues, you know? So yeah, it just always, it, it just came back to that. And ours just happens to rock a little bit harder than most, uh, because we just love sick ass guitar tones and riffs and heavy drums and shit. Yeah. Cause because the shit's sick. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, it's just cool. <laughs> no, I, I love it. And, and and speaking of those, you know, life experiences, I found this fascinating because I know this is how you guys met. Because what brought you to Pittsburgh uh, was a, a girl, and and lo and behold, unbeknownst to either of you, you had dated this same girl. Is that right? And they she broke both of your hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah, it, it was uh, that. Yeah, Jesse showed up to that party with my like high school girlfriend that like 
you know, it was like the first girl in my life that was like, everybody was like, dude, they're going to get married. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, I mean, how serious can something be at that age? But it was like, it felt serious, you know? Uh, and then all this time elapsed and here he comes walking into my best friend's Memorial Day party with my high school girlfriend <laughs> who's fiance to him at the time. And I'm like, what in the hell is this? Like, this is it's just what a crazy coincidence. I thought it was funny. We both thought it was funny. Yeah, it, was it didn't. It didn't really. She didn't think it was funny, but oh yeah, we yeah, it was yeah, funny. She, yeah. She definitely was not <laughs> for sure, but um, <clears throat> but we didn't give a shit. You know, just your grown man. Everybody knows life changes and 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 all that. And we got right to it. You know, we just got the work. We start working all the time and and start writing songs. You know, and just for our friends to hear. And we still do that. I mean, that's that's the way it is. It's like we didn't have a mission statement to make ourselves a bunch of money or, or, uh, or like, you know, somehow make us celebrities or anything like that. Those were gone a long time ago. Believe me, we tried to do that shit with our old projects. But this stuff is... Is just is, is still fully a passion project. I mean, we we work harder on it now because we have to um, to try to keep keep food on the table. But it's for our it's for the working class folks of the world that need something to listen to that isn't always super depressing. I mean, something yeah, we have some depressing stuff, but we want it to be something that you that any dude is proud to roll both windows down and blast it going down the street. You know what I mean? And I think, uh, I think, I think we're doing that. I don't yeah, mean, I think so. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. Now, where does the name, obviously, you know, as you guys came along, you know, things came together and you, you started doing this, where does the name Lakeview come from? Because I know there's rivers in, uh, <laughs> in Pittsburgh in that area. Um, maybe not as many lakes. <laughs> yeah, it was a, we kind of started the whole thing on a road called Brookview, which is where his parents live. And um, that's kind of where all of this kind of stemmed from. Brookview isn't the coolest name ever. And we kind of like the idea of it sounding super familiar. And when you hear it, you immediately think of something and you go somewhere in your mind. Both um, of our families like didn't have a ton of money growing up. So it was like our vacation, was you know, was you went to this like shitty lake. Yeah, you went to this fucking lake that was fucking brown as shit, and and you would fish, and and you might you might swim in it, but I'll tell you what, those were best memories we ever had, and we're like, what, like who who never had like those memories? I don't know. I mean, maybe there's people out there that don't, but yeah, that's that was our upbringing, and and we want this to be a good time. We want that feeling. We want that that name and all that. That's why we like we tied that together to be like about. Having a good time, man. Like, yeah. get your mind off things. No, it makes perfect sense to me. Now, you, you kind of talked about this, where you, you grew up maybe not being able to listen to a ton of different music, but did you guys grow up wanting to play music and and kind of do that stuff, or, or did that come later? When did the music bug finally bite you? Yeah, I mean, my, my mom was a worship leader for 25 years. My dad was a drummer and a singer ever since he was a kid and he did it professionally for a while um so like i grew up from ever since i can remember playing music singing writing songs playing at church 
doing all that stuff. And it's, it's like when you grow up in church, like we both did, it's like you're the second you can be useful somewhere, especially as a, like a young man, you're like, you feel really good about it. And you're like, I want to be involved somehow. And, uh, I think we both gravitated towards just like the creating of it, the creative side of it and the music of it and just started, you know, playing guitar and we're able to get plugged in and be useful in that way. Um, and, uh, yeah, just from there, it just keeps going and keeps going. Once you start, you know, you're, you just keep going and you start, start terrible bands with your friends and break up and then start another terrible band with your friends and then go on tour in your terrible band and just keep going until do it enough times until something works, you know? Yeah. I think it was, uh, like, um, my dad had this Yamaha guitar that, uh, this acoustic guitar that my mom got him out of a Sears catalog a long time ago. And my dad never had a guitar lesson, but he, he knew how to play like Tom Dooley and fucking Sloop John B and all these, like all these songs, you know, and, and, and Johnny Cash songs like, and, uh, <coughs> and, and I remember like sitting there all the time trying to play these songs. Like at, as far as I remember, it was like some pictures. I was the last of, I was the last of like my siblings born. So there were barely any pictures of me when I was a baby, but the, uh, I remember just being obsessed with the guitar. And I remember like, even just even trying to write songs as soon as I could, as soon as I could play three chords consistently, even if I had to stop in between them and like reset my fingers, I was like already trying to write songs. Like I definitely a hundred percent wanted to do music for sure. No doubt. Well, well, and, and you kind of touched on this, you know, kind of growing up at least around some country music. You know, I know, Jesse, you grew up outside of New York City. Luke, uh, you know, born and raised in Pittsburgh. What impact did that guy have on y'all and maybe your musical influences or just life influences? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, like, where I grew up in New York was, I mean, my neighbor, like, right down the road is all, like, I think people's misconception of New York is that, you have the city and then that's all it is. Like where I grew up is very, very rural. It's all farms and apple orchards and stuff like that. So I think we kind of grew up having the similar experiences, um, just doing crazy shit with your friends and that influences you. And you have a lot of like, when you live in a place like that, it's like you, you have a lot of time on your hands and that that's kind of what lends to, um, making, music and doing stuff i mean some of the best bands in the world are from the most weird places like the middle of kansas and in the lancaster pennsylvania it's like not a lot of bands are like yeah we're from new york city or we're from los angeles you know it's like it's it's a very when you're when you got nothing to do you find something to do and that thing that we decided to do was to make music and go on tour and yeah so yeah, I mean, my, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is more country than Nashville. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's it's the most country, blue collar country city you'll you'll find in America. You 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 drive through a tunnel, over one bridge, and then you're already out of the city, and it's rural as shit. I mean, I I grew up shooting deer out my parents' back door. You know what I mean? Like that's, and I live I live. <clears throat> eight fun, minutes from yeah. downtown yeah from downtown like actual like downtown pittsburgh i lived eight minutes from there and it's like that's just how we grew up wood burning furnace 
woods everywhere. You know what I mean? Like it, it was just, that's just how it was. And, and everybody's blue collar shit there. And, and it's like you, you worked a trade. Everybody did, you know, and, unless if you were a nurse or a cop, that was it. Everybody else, plumber, roofer, steel worker. I mean, that was just a normal way of living. And, uh, and honestly, I mean, country is the, the biggest genre of music. If you just want to say musically, uh, is the biggest genre in that, in that city. Um, like my old band was like the Alps, absolute outcast of like getting, getting any sort of real following in my hometown because everybody wanted to hear ACDC or they wanted fucking Kenny Chesney, you know? But, uh, yeah, dude, it was, it's definitely the, it's uh, to this day still way more country there than it is here in Nashville for sure. I was gonna say I, I know a few bands that went out to Star Lake either had Vans Warped Tour or like Rascal Flats. So <laughs> yeah. that's where you learn how to do I, it. Man. I get that. I and you, anything. And you know, in addition to you know where you guys grew up, like you said, you kind of were just your your family listened to country music. So I'm guessing obviously there were some artists in there that influenced you. But as you grew up. I'm sure you maybe snuck in some different music and artists that maybe they didn't uh, always let you listen to. Uh, so who were your influences as you grew up and maybe you still are to this day? Nickelback, 100%. Yeah, it was definitely one I wasn't really allowed to be listening to. <laughs> Nickelback, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a ton, but, I mean, I, I, I still, we still get influence from, I mean, those... Some of those old worship songs and some of those old songs that we were, that were like safe to listen to. Like if you go back and listen to them, man, I mean they're fucking awesome songs. Just at the time, you're like rebelling against your parents, and you're like, I don't want to listen to this. I don't yeah. want to listen to whatever, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, Nickelback is a huge one uh, for both of us. Um, and then we, you know, we have other ones, but that's that would definitely be like the main one for sure. Yeah, I think that, well, that obviously uh, you guys. Oh, go for it. Oh no, uh, sorry. I, I was just saying that whole era of rock. The, I mean, the puddles of mud, three doors downs, all all the. I mean, they were just absolute stain. They were just the. That was the best era of rock for me. I mean, I know, I know, there's some older head out there somewhere that's like, I don't give a shit, dude. Those songs are collectively. You could turn on a radio and be happy with five songs in a row. And it just doesn't happen anymore. It just really don't. That was the golden era of, of rock for me. Well, I was going to say, in one of those, you know, staying there in Lewis, doing country, basically doing sort of what you guys are doing, if, if yep. we're being honest. Yep. Came up in a very similar background as us, you know, yep. the church boy. Grew out in the sticks, and you just yeah, it was, it's the same old, same old. You know, you 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 get back to that that point where it's like, you know what, man? Like I did all this and I did all that, but like I really want some of these songs where I I want to say a message and people first off a understand what the hell we're saying, but also like there's a need for what we're doing, and that's that's and I want to fulfill that need. Um, we didn't realize that there was such a need to do it until we, you know, our friend got a hold of our music, and, and, and then this whole roller coaster started happening with Lakeview. But like, 
now that we're here, it's like, this is what I want to do. And, and it comes from a real place. Like it comes from, and believe me, y'all, like we have the, the scars to prove this. Like I ain't going to be able to walk probably in like three years. So like <laughs> we're going to do it the best we can while we still can. Well, well, hopefully you're still standing up in, in more than three years, or if not, they're willing you out there. <laughs> but, but what was it like for y'all to make that jump from Pittsburgh down to Nashville? You know, kind of take that leap. Yeah, you got to tell yeah, me I mean, story, dude. It's, it, you want to, to be honest, it was very easy. I mean, the nature of what we've been doing for the, our entire lives has been work some shitty job, then go on tour for three months, and then come back home and you're only home for a few months and then you get back on the road. So like we don't have a ton of attachment. Um, you know, we were just in Pittsburgh and, you know, we ended up talking to our friend Brock Berryhill, who's a massive songwriter here. He's written for Brantley Gilbert and Kane Brown. And he heard some of the songs we did and was like, you guys should live in Nashville. If you're actually trying to do this, these songs are amazing. Just come down here and keep doing it. And that's all me and Luke needed that night. We go out, get incredibly drunk at the Rochester Inn in Pittsburgh. While we're there, we just put a we just swiped through our phone on the calendar app and just stopped and just put a put a date in the calendar and said moving to Nashville this day and then we just fucking did it. We just, we just packed it. up and just did it. Yeah. <clears throat> we had no place to live, no jobs, nothing. nothing. Just did it. We just packed up my boss it my boss let me borrow his uh his landscaping trailer at the time, and I uh, had my brother drive that down. I had a my truck loaded down too, and uh, yeah, we just we just rolled on down here, got a storage unit for a day, yeah. immediately started looking around for places to live, found a place to live, couldn't yeah. move in until like two days later. Stayed at our friend's house. That uh, thank God for a, a friend here. Just like it, they weren't even here too, which was crazy. They were like on vacation or something. They were like, yeah. "No, we unlocked the door." Like, like dude, I never even met this person. It was somebody Jesse knew. It was really funny, and we just stayed in their house for two days. Uh, by the next day, we had, we all had jobs. Had thank God. Jesse updated my Indeed and was like, yeah, dude, I got a job and started it the next day. Yeah. And I worked, I worked with that guy still to this day. I still work with him. I love it. I love it. That's It's amazing how sometimes it works. And I feel like this is a perfect segue for your latest single, you know, Drunk Prayer. In a sense, I feel like you kind of just did it, <laughs> said it, let's do it. And uh, But how did that song come to be for, for y'all and, because I'm guessing it's not exactly from that night, but uh, maybe, maybe yeah. it has a little bit of, of history there. <laughs> yeah, um, there, yeah, th that, th that actually when we went to write that song, that was that was right when we first moved here. That, that song's pretty old, um, but uh, we knew we had something special after we wrote it. But that was actually a day where we were supposed to write with uh, a bigger writer here in town. Um, and they just blew us off, which was happening to us all the time, but we already caught off work. I mean, writing a song at that time, calling off work to write a song at that time in our lives, I mean, up until relatively recently, um, like, I mean, that means, like, you're not paying a bill that, that month. Like, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna go absent with some, without some. I mean, there would be weeks where we only ate popcorn every day, no lie. Um, but, uh I said, fuck it, dude, we're still writing a song, I don't care. Like, and, and me and Jesse just buckled down and started working on some 
just getting some music. Jesse started writing some music, and I was like, okay, yeah, this feels like I was like, dude, I have this idea called Drunk Prayer, and I was inspired from my brother, who prayed over me and my best friend when we were little kids, like not little kids, but we were like young teenagers, and he was super drunk, but he was also home from Bible school at the time, and uh, and it was like one of the most powerful prayers I probably ever in my life. You know, it, it was it was pretty. It's a pretty amazing, like, moment that, you know, you just can't relive that. And it was so authentic, and it was raw. I mean, there was cussing, there was crying, and it was all kinds of craziness. And I think he passed out or something, threw up and passed out. But the next day, he was like, man, I'm so sorry. I was a terrible example for y'all, and, like, I shouldn't have, shouldn't have done that. And I was like, dude, I thought it was awesome. He's like, no, nah, dude, God doesn't. God doesn't hear drunk prayers, and I, I'll never forget that. I think I was like 13 or something when that happened. But I was like, there's no way. I think he does. You know, I think that's like the rawest, most authentic you sometimes. And I think everybody's been there. I don't know. It might just be us or whatever. But I think everybody's been that point where maybe you just drank so much, and, and it's not even – you're not even praying about feeling better or not getting sick or like I'm sorry for drinking something. You just you just find yourself start praying, you know. And I think that's like a, I don't know knocks down that wall that we try to keep up all the time. And and it's interesting to find it's like I wonder if God does actually hear these these prayers. So we wrote a song about that. No, it's a, it's a it's a great song, and it, it's a, it's cool that it one that stuck with you for as long as it did, and then obviously then to to kind of stick with it and eventually put it out is it, pretty awesome. Was there any reason you guys kind of went back to it and were like now's the time, or or just it just felt right? Yeah, I mean, we just <clears throat> I think we always knew we were gonna put it out. Yeah, just being an independent band now, that we can do whatever we want. So we just we, we kind of just literally put out whatever the hell we want whatever we really enjoy and what we know that people will enjoy just being able to like learn more about our audience and and going and play these shows and meeting these people and and learning their stories and stuff like that like we we have a we have a really cool demographic of people that like what we do um and i think you know they love the home teams and son of a and those those songs that kind of rock hard and a little bit more rowdy but there is a, there's a a huge part of them that also can connect with that song and I think um, you know not to brag but I think we fucking nailed it on that one I mean I love that song yeah I think we always knew we were going to put it out I think um, I think it was God's timing on that one too just just because at the time like Jesse was saying we're, we're independent now but we were uh, briefly signed to a, a deal um, when we first moved here and they they didn't really care about that song. They didn't care about a lot of the songs that you've heard in the last recently, um, you know, recently. And it, it was kind of like they would push those to the wayside. But I think it was God's timing because I think we needed to get the platform we have now for people to hear, to, to, to really get to hear that song. Um, because I think it's that song's kind of beyond us and it's it's more than just us, you know. I think there's a lot of people that just had to hear it and I don't think they would have heard it. Um, if we would have released it back then, but it never, it never, it never like, we never forgot about that one. You know, that was, that's, that one's, I mean, there's a lot, and there's a lot of songs in there. Like there, we have a lot of songs written in a, in a handful of years here. And, uh, but that one there, we never forgot about.
I was gonna say you mentioned you know like home team different things you guys have been able to release you know, several singles over the past few years couple uh, maybe each year how how has that been to kind of you know put out some stuff on your own see how it goes and but still you know give people some new stuff to listen to yeah I mean I think that's the coolest part of it is that you have I mean there's a lot of really 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 shitty stuff about the internet um, but the the massive pro is that you have immediate feedback so we can put stuff out and people can consume it and you know they tell us like dude we love this song and it's like okay cool or we go play it live and you know we we can play whatever we want and we we're getting real-time feedback of what <coughs> the people that like what we do um they're telling us what they like and and from the jump like we uh, we only do this so that other people can enjoy it you know there's no um <clears throat> no misconception here that without people enjoying it we would be living in pittsburgh doing fucking absolutely nothing so um it's it's awesome to be able to use that freedom to just test stuff out and put stuff out that we know people will enjoy maybe if country radio doesn't like it or whatever who we don't really care um because the people that actually matter are the people in Omaha, Nebraska, and Lubbock, Texas, and fucking Sacramento, California. Like, those are the people that actually matter. So, uh, it's been really cool to see people connect with the songs that we're, we've been creating and um, kind of forging our own little path here in Nashville and throughout uh, the rest of the country touring. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a blessing to be able to have the freedom to, to, to drop this stuff and not be overly concerned about timings and budgets and whatever the hell else there are reasons, you know, it's, it's nice to be at a, like, okay, we, we like played a little clip of this demo and everybody loved it. And it's like, okay, well, let's put this one out, you know, like we, we, we do this for them for, for all of y'all. And it's like, that's, it's just the honest truth. And we're going to keep on doing it. If you like it or not. Well, I was going to say, I mean, I, I think everyone's enjoying it, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, otherwise, like you said, you probably wouldn't keep doing it. And, you know, I, when I think of some of my favorites, obviously, I love Drunk Prayer. Um, Son of a um, Hits Different, uh, Poor One, you know, those songs, you, you have such a clever way with, with words or with how a lyric might go and might, you know, you might be thinking it's going one way and you kind of flip it to to something else what's it like to write a lakeview song like what what's going through your your mind when you guys are having maybe some fun with words or or, or uh sentences <laughs> you nailed it dude it's it's fun yeah. like we we try to have fun we try to we we write we write our music uh me me and jesse write every song and then and usually we'll bring in a a, a third or a fourth writer like our buddy our best friend cody quistat and our, our best friend quint collins dude and we and we get to write all these songs that, with these guys and, and it's 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 fun because they're our actual friends so it's 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 when you're coming up with these word plays or like hey it's a shit that we've thought about it's like dude ah, that's a cool little flip on a word it's like Oh, dude! They, actually, this whole situation could work into this small idea that, and and then it's like we have this little clever twist, and then it's like everybody's like, "Oh yeah, this is fun." You know what I mean? It's just fun. Like you, you gotta have fun doing it, man. Otherwise, it's just it's trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> 
No, I, I, t- I totally get it. Like I said, I think that's probably what what drew me in was just because uh, of how how clever it is. But there's, like you said, there's still at the core of it that country style song where people can see themselves in it, whether it's drunk prayer or or you know poor poor one where you know it's not exactly what you think it is. It's it's you know folks that have had had a difficult time. So I'm guessing that's too where that country influence a long time ago shows itself. Yeah, because we're them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we are them. That's we are those folks. <laughs> no doubt. <clears throat> and obviously, like I said, drunk prayer came out at the beginning of uh, January. I, I think. Um, any more music coming? Maybe an album, an EP, or or just yeah. see where where everything takes you. Yeah, we're doing a couple singles, and then we're gonna drop an album in the spring. Um, we got a. We're going to be announcing uh, some touring um, in April and some stuff in July and June. So, yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming for sure. I love that. I'm, I'm excited for that. Hopefully you come my way. Maybe maybe come by Kentucky if you can. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, we love Kentucky. You know, we love it. I love, I love to hear that because... I have a feeling, like you said, you guys, even when maybe you're, you've uh, partied too hard the night before, y'all still like to bring some energy to the stage. What are your live shows like? I mean, insane, usually. We go hard. We do. There's no other way about it. You know, that's the one thing that we are good at is playing music live. We've been doing it since we were kids. So um, if I'm going to brag on us at all, it's going to be we're better than your favorite band live and it's way more fun. And we, we, our goal is to create an experience and a a good time and not just you come to a bar and you watch a band and they play their songs. Like we got people jumping on the stage. We got people screaming the lyrics. We're head banging. We're having a good time. So it's, it's, if you come to a Lakeview show, it's you're in for, you're in for a fucking ride. That's for sure. Yeah. If you ain't, if you ain't going to turn up, with us, I mean, you're just gonna stand there and watch a bunch of dudes turn the fuck up. I mean, that's just it. Like we are, we we are relentless on that because it's just we let's create a memory together. That's what we want to do with everybody at our shows. Create a memory together, something that we won't forget and they won't ever forget. No, I I, I love I love to hear that because. You know, I think that's at the end of the day, being able to truly connect, even at the live show, is is really where where memories are made and fans are made for life. And is, I always love to ask this question toward the end: Is there a favorite song that y'all love to perform, whether it's yours or maybe someone else's? There's just a song or two that you just every now and then have to perform because it's just so much fun. Oh man, that's such a tough question. I mean, I love our our song "By Now," which is. If you heard the recording, it's mm-hmm. you know, you'd listen to it next to Home Team or whatever, and be like, "Oh, Home Team sounds like it'd be more fun." But the song by now, just because I just love that song, and the way people have kind of caught on to it, which we weren't really expecting, that's um, for sure my favorite one to play. Yeah, I think it's a tough pick for me, man. I, I it's <coughs> I just love all of them so much, you know. I. I, I if you pick by now, I have to say home team. You know, a home team is just like it. It's it's an anthem for all all the folks out there. Just that some days you felt like you got forgotten, like what you do isn't important, 
it's not true. We keep this shit running. We, we're the ones that keep this country running. Don't ever think you waking up and just going in and punching that clock isn't, it's, it's more than that. If we all stopped doing that, this shit would just stop. And so, like, that song's about that. And that, and that, that's, that, I, I, that song almost gets emotional for me. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, I ain't a pussy or anything. But, like, that song is, like, a powerful moment with the crowd for me. You know what I mean? I, I just get so pumped up because it's so real and so i can see it i can see it in all their eyes like that that's that they they did take what we were trying to put out uh to them like a thank you a, more than a thank you it's a pride statement it's like, i don't know that home team in short answer i like it well because how cool was it when the uh I, I know i don't know if you're you're hockey fans i maybe you are maybe not Maybe Penguins fans, I don't know, but how cool was it that Dallas, you know, the Stars use that as their 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 kind of opener for the team? Yeah, that's literally fucking awesome. Yeah, we saw that video and we knew it was happening, and we kind of assumed that maybe they would just use like a little bit of the chorus or something like that. And then we saw somebody filmed it and sent it to us, and they used like the whole song with the lights and the video and the. Dudes are on the ice, like skate. I'm like, dude, this. They is... used way more of the song than we thought. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool. Seeing that for the first time, I was like, holy <laughs> shit. So yeah, we you know we love the stars, the Penguins. Come on. Yeah, definitely, definitely Pens fans. Um, but I'll have to say I am a Dallas Stars fan now. Yeah, I'm a big Dallas Stars fan. I, I love I love the Dallas Stars because they get it. They 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 heard that song, they understood it, and uh, so whoever's part of their team, that's out there picking music man thank you so much and and thanks to that whole franchise to to be able to use our song and and it connect with so many people in that platform too every time they do that we get like i don't even know how many shazams like people are just trying to figure out what song that is because they want to hear it again it's 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 really it's it's amazing life-changing it really is I was gonna say it's a it's a cool way to connect with people and and obviously they like I said that when it comes down to music it's seeing themselves in it and they they saw themselves there and it's a cool way to introduce them to you all and yeah I guess as I wrap this up you know anything else folks can expect from y'all in in twenty twenty four I know you kind of mentioned an album some tours uh, anything else that that you can say I, I would say just stay out of trouble but since you're independent I'm assuming. You guys are all clear. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll be good. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, you know? we, we stay in trouble. That's yeah. why we stay independent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, we just got music and shows. <laughs> we're we're going to be launching, like, a little uh, kind of like a fan club where you can get, like, exclusive merch and tickets and songs that no one else will hear. So all that stuff, we're kind of in the works of rolling it out. Um, and we'll be posting about it on Instagram. Just follow us on at Lakeview Country on Instagram, and we'll – You'll get all the info you need, and if you, if you dig it, hit us up, uh, hit us up on Instagram. Give us a follow. Go to Spotify. Help your boys out. You know. Yeah, I mean that we're super excited about the fan club thing, um, and it's not we're we're trying to make this a little bit cooler than most of the the <coughs> fan club things that you see out there. We 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 want to get back. I mean, we're gonna probably lose quite a bit of money doing something like this, but we want to have those specialty items that are. Uh, you know, that gets you the free meet and greets and, and things like that at the shows. And um, uh, it's going to give you teasers of the albums that nobody else is going to hear for way, way ahead of time. 
um, which we're so excited about because that's like we are dying to drop all this stuff, you know. So uh, to, 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 for anybody who really cares and really gives a shit about this, uh, for them to be a part of that and us get to share that those little those like those before everybody else does, like we're so stoked on that. That makes us so happy. Well, well, I, I think the folks deserve that because, like I said, I, just being able to hear your music, see what you guys have done. If, if you haven't, folks, give them a listen because I think you will greatly enjoy their music. I have and. And uh, guys, thanks for for sharing a, a a drink with me and your story, and and uh, this has been a blast. Awesome, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you all. Find more from Hops and Spirits at hopspirits.com. Thanks, everybody. Bye.